Hi, this is The Root Cellar, where we talk about the reasons why we choose to make, create, and continue to learn old-school homesteading skills in a modern world. My name is Andrea Nelson, and I live on a small farm in eastern Oregon. And I'm Jolene, and I also live in eastern Oregon. And thanks to our listeners' feedback, we are trying to be a little louder this week. So Yeah. No one's ever told me that I wasn't loud before, so it's like a new thing. Yeah. Like I actually had a student this week make a comment about me being too loud and I was like it's my job yeah I with my <laughs> kids at school when I'm trying to teach them how to give a speech or whatnot I try to talk to them about projecting your voice uh-huh. right and right. as a teacher it comes kind of naturally you just learn to right. automatically kind of put that switch on where your voice is loud and clear right. and for the layman I guess or for mm-hmm. kids they don't know how to do that and so they get up and they're yeah well, because they're nervous. They don't really nervous. want you to hear them. Yeah. But so it's not us. It's the technology. <laughs> yes. But we're trying to learn and figure it out. Mm-hmm. So over this last week, we got some more wonderful weather. Oh, I'm being yeah. sarcastic. Mm-hmm. The snow again. I know. We were just talking about it's kind of um, melting off now. It's supposed to come back again. So we'll see. Um, but it's putting us into an icky mood because it's just an icky environment icky gray slushy snow i was in the city last week and well in the city tri cities um Mm -hmm. tri cities washington and kenwick and i was at a stoplight and i just thought like snow just shows us how disgusting we are (laughs) because (laughs) because the whole all the streets are just disgusting, like nasty piles of black and gray snow everywhere. Ew. <laughs> it looks wonderful out on the prairie. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> I went to someone's house today, and um, same thing. I pulled up, and I parked, and there's snow, and they've got animals. and mm-hmm. Well, just like my house. It's not their house. It's my house, too. And you pull up, and there's snow, and there's like chicken crap and dog crap and uh-huh. everything on the snow. And it's like smashed and melting, and you're like, ew. Ew. <laughs> like, I don't need to see all this. Like, the snow is just bringing uh-huh. it out more. And even when I walk across areas that don't have snow on them, everything is so saturated, the ground now, that yeah. everything's just like a sponge, and it's soggy yeah. and wet and gross and nasty i go to feed the goats and like their whole pin is just like wet straw poop and Mm -hmm. gross yeah gross everything is gross which actually kind of ties into our topic today which is about our environment yes so um we're going to talk about I, i actually didn't know this concept before and i didn't know this word before Andrea taught me this. But I didn't teach you and the word. And she doesn't want to say it because <laughs> this is this is a Scandinavian word, maybe Danish. And since, well, my family is of Norwegian descent. She apparently believes that I have some kind of genetic memory for how to pronounce Something. these words. My family Something. is from mutt descent. <laughs> Heavy on the English mutt. Well, okay, my grandpa, um, my mom's dad called himself Heinz 57. And yeah. then when my mom got her ancestry done, that's basically what it showed. Because her mother knew she's full Norwegian. Yeah. And then on um, the other half was like one of everything, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Heinz 57 is what he called it. But but anyway, so this is Uga. Uga. If you um, may have seen it written and not known how to say it, it's H-Y-G-G-E. 
Oh, come on. That's easy to pronounce, right? Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like some kind of model from the 70s or something. Iggy. Yeah. Iggy. Yeah. But it's not Higgy. But it's not. It's Uga. 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 Something like that. Um, I looked up how to pronounce it, but I still don't know exactly. Close enough. Anyway. Close, closer than me. Scandinavian. Just as Scandinavian as Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just um, as hard to put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the concept of coziness, basically. Which we're not experienced currently in our outdoor no. environment, at least. It's not. It's icky. It's icky, which drives us to make our indoor environment much nicer. Much nicer. Which maybe that's why they have this concept is because they probably often have icky, melty snow, gross yeah. stuff in their streets. Exactly. Or it's really cold. So um, another uh, little definition that I read when I started reading about this is good th experiencing the good things in life with good people. And I think that's a good um, philosophy for anybody. Yeah really so um having controlling your environment so that it's nice and and inviting and being careful about who you invite into it yeah no i completely agree with that and i'm really yeah. all about this concept so i heard about it um, like officially maybe a year ago and obviously there's books and articles and i've kind of skimmed them and i read the back of a book in a That's bookstore sometimes all you can do yeah that's about all i could do on it <laughs> but uh I think I got the basic basic gist of it down. Mm -hmm. And it's about making your environment cozy but comfortable and inviting in a place where you can kind of exhale and relax for yourself and for your family and your friends. And I think that's important. And I kind of really try to embrace that. And I kind of always have. Yeah, I think you've got it down in your house. From my perspective, I always think that your house is, looks really nice. I think another part of it is just keeping things clean and tidy, which is where I fail. I don't think you fail at that that much. I think your house is cozy and things too. Hey, and you did, today you said you did a garbage bag full. Oh yeah, I did. Andrea told me this uh, a couple weeks ago. She said, she said, once a week, just get a big garbage bag and just go fill it up and throw stuff out. And so yeah. I did that. She's like, even if you maybe think, may, oh, I could donate that. No, go, gone. Just, Goodbye. just get rid of it. And Sometimes a donation. So right now we're on the farm, we're amping up for a big um, flea market rummage sale. And so mm -hmm. I am saving more than I normally would and not taking it to donate, not throwing it away. But overall, even today, because I had some time by myself at the house, mm -hmm. I went through my bedroom and my bathroom upstairs. Um, I threw two garbage bags. Like I'm not talking small bags. I'm talking the big black contractor type of garbage bags full of mm -hmm. stuff between the kids rooms and then primarily my room like I found this old nasty pillow in a cupboard in my bedroom obviously I'm not going to use it it's like all gross I'm like what is this and why was it shoved in this cupboard I found that's like my whole life is like oh that like, who saved this <laughs> <laughs> was it me it can't have been me now it says old me did that <laughs> I found a box under our bed of one of those meat cookers, what is it, a sous-vide, a sous-vide, like where it tenderizer oh. things where you stick the meat in a bag and you put this. Okay. I'm probably saying it wrong. So vide Yes. Uh-huh. I found a box for one that Justin bought because, you know, he had to try have it. He loves kitchen gadgets, if you don't know. <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So we had to have this thing. And um, 
the box for it was under our bed. Where's the thing? Uh, in the kitchen gadget area, like in our pantry. But for some reason, the gadget box was under our bed. That's weird. Why would you take it all the way upstairs? Charlie. Ah, okay. Yes, toddlers. Yeah, the five-year-old took it all the way upstairs and somehow ended up under our bed. And so I'm like looking at our bed and I'm finding... So Jolene is very kind and saying, yeah, your house is tidy. And I think it is. So my husband insists on sleeping with um, earplugs in. So <laughs> I am not kidding when I tell you I found at least 20 different earplugs under the bed. I'm just thinking like, oh, well, we don't have that problem. My husband's half deaf. Okay, <laughs> continue. Um, probably a good like, you know, $3 and change. Uh, a half-eaten Almond Joy cookie, which I didn't even know they made. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, part of a chocolate. Let's see. At least like a dozen candy wrappers. I'm. A, it's either my child or a squirrel. I don't know. Like, <laughs> collecting trinkets and hiding them under the bed and eating. Oh, and on top of the spider webs and everything else. I'm like, really? Like, no. Uh, what? Isn't there something to do with like bad food? Like bad. Yeah. you know vibes and things under your bed if if that's the case like i'm probably being like tormented oh, by some demons. evil like that spider's literally crawling right next to you Speaking oh my of gosh demons, there's a spider Nasty. crawling on me it's just a wolf spider <sighs> gross she's like letting it almost crawl on her lap oh gosh she's trying to save it with a piece of paper oh, oh get it away get it away from me step what on it. it kill it where did it go this is the most exciting podcast ever you you guys are so lucky to listen to us. Yuck. Yuck. I threw it across the room somewhere. Anyway, being tormented. The show must go on. Yes. <laughs> I'm being tormented by some sort of like evil garbage monkey demon under my bed or something. And his name is Charlie. <laughs> and his name is Charlie. And no, I'm not kidding. And this, you know what my biggest, I have nightmares about this. One of my biggest, not fears, but like, oh, what would be the word? Dread. Mm -hmm. The biggest feeling of dread in the morning or in the middle of the night when I hear his door open down the hall and he has an old door from like the early turn of the century and it goes you know, the handle has a lot of pressure behind it so it's loud when it opens it goes clunk, clunk, clunk. it's like one of those glass ones isn't it uh, or no, well, no, no it's, it's like not. an old knob but it's like clunk, clunk. Uh. and then you can hear his footsteps down the hall dun, 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 coming towards our room and I and of course Justin has his ear, <laughs> his, ear his ear plugs and the fan. He's going, controlling you know. his environment. He's controlling his environment. I'm not, and I'm like, this sense of dread comes over me. No, not this again. Not well, this Rhiannon comes he's into awake. <laughs> it's awake. <laughs> Rhiannon comes into our room, and there have been times when my bed is on the door side of the room because my husband likes to sleep by the yeah. window and that I've woken up and she's flipped on the hall light. And so she's just backlit this child <laughs> shape staring at me and she's not moving because she's trying to sneak past me because I will get up and put her back to bed. So she's trying to get to his side of the bed. But so she's like waiting to see if I wake up. So she's just standing there with the backlight staring at me. And that, that is creepy when you wake up to that. Yeah. I've had that, like, lead it before Shanae next to my bed, just, like, staring down in your, uh, is that you, child, or is that yeah. uh, some haunt? Yes. yes. 
Well, Charlie, he knows that if Justin wakes up, Justin will put him back to bed. If it's yes, middle it's of the, the night, it's the opposite. Yeah. So he will army crawl. Like I'll hear the door open, and, but I'll look around. I'm like, where is he? Like I don't see his head walking past. He's not a small child. I'm like, where, mm-hmm. where in the heck is he? He's army crawling down the hall, mm-hmm. around my bed to get to the side of my bed, and then he, <laughs> then he like tugs on my arm to help him crawl into the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the biggest. Ugh. So that's what mm-hmm. I spent my time doing today, though, was cleaning under my bed, mm-hmm. cleaning out drawers, throwing just yeah. I went so through much and random, grabbed out of the cupboards like old medicines and old food out of the cupboards, like like where there's like a bag of chips that there's three left in the bottom, <laughs> and it's like yeah. shoved in. The, it's like all rolled up and shoved in the back behind everything. Get rid of it. That's yeah. what I was doing today. So I basically cleared a whole shelf of I didn't cupboard. realize how much medicine we had mm-hmm. until I start going through stuff. So we have our medicine cabinet downstairs plus like a bunch of extra stuff yeah. in the bathroom. And then upstairs, I'm like, I have a whole nother drawer full of yeah. children's whatever medicine. I'm I like, think I have seven bottles of children's Tylenol of different, <laughs> like like the, the Western family brand and the... And, you know, the weird, odd thing is I don't think when I see that, like, oh, boy, I have way too much. Maybe I should just throw some away, I think. Well, you know, in case the world ends, oh, I we'll think be like, well outfitted. <laughs> well, every time somebody gets sick, I just stop and grab another bottle because like, oh, wait, I don't know how much I have at home. Oh, I have five half bottles. That's, that's how much I have That's at home. exactly what Justin does. That's yes. why we have so many. He's like, well, do I need to pick up some more medicine? We no. just come up with two more pieces of evidence of this theory that I've had for a long time is that part of why we get along is because I'm like your husband and you're like <laughs> <Yeah>. my husband. <laughs> so we all just have this nice little, little, that sounds a little weird, but yes. it does sound a little weird, but in some personality traits, yeah. <laughs> we really are kind of like this. We'll balance nice each other out. Balance. Yeah. It's like a parallelogram. Yes. Or something, something like, I don't know what something. that is. That's math, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's why we get along when we travel together. That's just because we just kind of balance it out. <laughs> Very true. Yes. Anyway. So back to this concept here. Um, so what are some things? Some closing this thing. So candles. I just actually, as we were talking about this over the week, I went to the store the other day and I bought two candles. Do you feel cozier? I lo- I think that my house smells better <laughs> <laughs> because I bought um well I bought springy ones. I was being intentional about it because I like the holidays are over and then January can be really depressing because it's not the holidays yeah. anymore. So like all those maybe those holiday scents are kind of done. I don't know. Yeah, you can't really find them anymore. Um, but then the snow is melting and the world is icky. So I was like lilac. There you go. There nice, you go. bright, and cotton, springy. Which yeah. kind of mellows it. So I bought two of them and put them both. But I don't let them burn forever because they're overpowering if I do. That's really strong. You're like, yeah, lilac Ooh. is really strong. Yeah. If my house were bigger, it would diffuse more, but... I'm a big candle proponent. Mm-hmm. I always have candles going. I light them. But you don't pick ones that are overpowering like that. No, I'm not a real strong sweet scent especially i like mm-hmm. more of the earthy tones i like mm-hmm. some like sandalwood with a little yeah. citrus um and i know that everybody's house smells a certain way and mm-hmm. i'm always curious about what my house smells like and i'm kind of like freaked out about it i worry about that too because sometimes i think my house smells like garbage <laughs> <laughs> i mean like every once in a while you're like oh i think my house smells gross well, my house is smelling gross this last week some because we had some plumbing done. Uh-huh. We're remodeling a laundry room. And for some reason, since the plumbing got done, if you open up that room and keep that door open, it smells. 
Mm -hmm. And we're not sure if it's just like the glue and the piping that they put in or the vent that's in there is somehow like venting some like death scent. Does it smell like glue or does it smell like death? (laughs) Oh, hopefully it was vented correctly. I don't know who the plumber is. Yeah, no, I think it was vented fine correctly. I just think because they hooked it up to an old septic. So we have two different septic systems. They hooked it up to one that we're not currently using for our normal stuff. And so it's like an empty septic, which is good. Oh. Except that it doesn't have anything in it right now because we oh. haven't ran anything through it. So it's like an empty hole under the ground. Death. Oh. I don't know. It just so it smells, smells like a grave. Yes. <laughs> it stinks. Kind of this nasty, weird glue mixed with paint, mixed with like mouse. I don't know. A it's, mausoleum. Ooh. <laughs> think about that. In fact, when you think about it, like venting to this like empty concrete. Or like what's in there? Pit. Yeah. Ew. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that makes me think, like, how about if you were to talk into the vent and be like, hello. How about if somebody answered back Oh, from below? <laughs> You'd be really good at writing ghost stories. Oh, that's creepy. We should do that. We should go in on a ghost story book. I don't think so. That's creepy. Um, but back to coziness. That's yeah, not cozy. so we got through candles. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of how, like, I'm always lying to my kids about stuff. Like, they're like, Rhiannon told me the other day. I see someone looking in my window. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, nobody can get you because we have dogs in our house. That's why people have dogs. Duh. And they're like, oh. And then she kept getting up the other night and I told her, I told her, I'm going to give you a magical fairy kiss and it'll protect you from all the monsters only if you stay in your bed. <laughs> if you put your feet on the floor, the kiss will be worn off and it won't work anymore. Because after seven times, I was tired of putting her back yeah. in her bed. <laughs> she got up again. <laughs> it was all It was all, it was done. all for naught. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, um, as I was also reading about this concept, it was like, well, okay, consider the source. This was from denmark.co.uk so it was their like tourism website but they said Legit. they said that yuga is a danish concept and it is part of the reason why the danes are the happiest people in the world hmm. because their homes are cozy and because they believe in the idea of coziness of um focusing on the good things in life with good people that's why they're happy is it as simple as that? Hmm. If we make it as simple as that, mm-hmm. I think that's a challenge. Yeah, it kind of is. Right? Can like, you, in a sense, it goes back to that idea, even in your environment, can you streamline your environment down to only be the things that are cozy, things that make you happy? Mm-hmm. And then same with people, mm-hmm. right? Like, can you cut? any kind of bad vibes toxicity toxicity, yeah Mm -hmm. out of your life that's hard it's really hard which i mean the big thing in the news recently has been you know the marie con was it condo oh yeah and her big thing about organizing your life and only keeping things that give you pleasure and, and happiness. Right, and everyone has all their jokes about it that all they have left is a corkscrew and ice cream scoop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't watched it. It's a Netflix series, isn't it? I haven't watched I, it. I don't know, but um, yeah. I've only seen like a little bit on the news about it, but there is so much truth to that. Even today when I was going through my stuff in my bathroom upstairs and my drawers and everything, I was thinking, you know, like the snail polish color, 
It's hideous. Why do I still have it? Mm-hmm. Toss. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, this, my makeup brush that my five-year-old took a pair of scissors to. <laughs> Why do I still have it? <laughs> it's like all uneven levels. I think it's time to get rid of it. <laughs> this, <laughs> this reminds me of how I do this thing with the to- It's the toys that bring me that. What's the opposite of joy? Despair? Despair. <laughs> But no, but like, but with the, with like two drops of hate, (laughs) like I'm so mad about toys all the time and people who give my kids excessive amounts of toys. I mean, like, like it's yes, toys are great, but like so many of them are just garbage and then they end up, they end up outside hitting each other with sticks anyway. So what was the point? Yeah. Like Legos? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) At this point right now. It's all about Legos. Um, but there's so many toys. I have a whole room full of toys. I am like looking for them to break or like every once in a while <laughs> something will be there and I'll just like, oops, I stepped on it. It's broken. <laughs> Got to put that one in the garbage because there are so many of that. We have four big, like those buckets with the rope handles yeah. that the toys are supposed to go in, but they don't all fit in those. And I'm like, do I buy another one? Mm-hmm. or do I throw away toys? I throw away toys. That's what I do. Yeah. Because they can't find the toy they actually want in the bucket, so they dump the whole thing out, and it's just a disaster. Well, and like what I'm discovering with my kids, I don't allow toys down. I mean, they can bring toys downstairs to play, but then they have to take them back up. Mm-hmm. We don't have like a toy space like you guys do yeah. anymore. Now, I did when my kids were right. younger. Right, 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 right. You know, when they weren't going to be just in their rooms, but now their toys have to be in their rooms. But yeah. what I find is that the majority of the time... They're not in their rooms playing with their toys. They're downstairs no. wanting to interact with us. They might bring things down, but they have room, you know, two rooms full of different things they can do. And most of their time, they're never in there. I know. Toys are such a modern thing to have excessive toys like this. Yeah. Nobody had that in the past. You had one doll made out of a corn husk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's it. That's what you get. You don't get 78,000 toys for Christmas every year. Yeah. And yeah, those are well, the it's overwhelming. Like I think of yeah. all the things that I'm interested in, all my hobbies and mm-hmm. all the stuff I have, and it overwhelms me. Mm-hmm. And as an adult, even though I can keep my things organized and kind of try to like conceptually put things in their own little place, it's still overwhelming and it mm-hmm. overwhelms my environment. So I can only imagine right. being a child, mm-hmm. having so many options and so many different things at their fingertips constantly. Right. It's one thing if you're a collector. Because at some point you might yeah. be a collector of certain things. Yeah. Like what you maybe, maybe you had a My Little Pony collection, but you don't have a My Little Pony collection when you're three years old. You're cutting their tails off. No. You, can get you a just have of a scissors. whole heck of a lot of ponies. You just have a whole, <laughs> you could, because a collection, this is um, something I, oh, because I watch Hoarders. <laughs> Love that show. Um, but the Nothing psychologist better said, to, Im- to make you want to clean your house. Yes. <laughs> and make sure that you don't have rats living in there. Oh. Um, But one of the, maybe one of the psychologists or the organizers, I don't know, one of the people from the show told somebody that, because one guy was saying, oh, I'm not a hoarder, I'm a collector. Collectors curate. Mm -hmm. They keep track of things. They know exactly what they have. They're organized. They're cared for. They're not on the floor getting stepped on. Yeah. They're not being climbed over. They are nicely maintained. So if you think you're a collector and your collection is a pile (laughs) you're not a collector get rid of it yeah well and that goes to that idea of curating and i heard a really interesting podcast oh i don't know 
quite a while back, and I unfortunately can't remember what the source was, but they talked about the idea of curating Mm -hmm. and the idea of curating not just your things, but the people around you. Curating your experiences and how much time you spend Mm -hmm. on certain experiences. So, for instance, we've talked previously about, like, social media. Mm -hmm. Curating your time on that, like... How much of it is valuable time? How much are you getting out of it versus how much are you just scrolling wasting. and wasting people? Like how many relationships are you really getting something out of relationships with people? And mm-hmm. back to that Danish concept of say it. Good say things it. in life are good people. No, say that. Say, say oh, the Uga. Uga. Thank you. <laughs> oh. You know, um, that concept good things in life with good people type of idea are you curating those relationships or are you just allowing a lot of people to be in your life that don't really fill your bucket so to speak Mm -hmm. right we tell the kids this all the time i feel like we tell teenagers like oh don't worry about the people that are mean to you because you know you don't they're not really your friend just pick your couple good friends but then do we do that yeah or do we try to like participate in everything that's hard. With everyone. Yeah. And it's hard to say no. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And there's those feelings of you don't want to disappoint people. You don't want to pe- let people down. And maybe you don't want people to know that you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's important. And that goes along with that concept as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, I will have to say the other night we did our No Tech Tuesday and it was so fun. At first the kids were like, oh, we don't want to do this. Well, we're gonna. And then as soon as we got into it, it was so funny. The kids were all about it. Lita and Justin played Connect Four for a while while Charlie and I played charades. And then the kids decided to just put on like some crazy weird talent show, which was a competition of Lita somehow promoting this place called nacho world <laughs> i would go there <laughs> and charlie promoting dolly world well you gotta so a little bit of like background we watched a news program that had dolly parton on it and some of dolly world so anyway i think that's why he picked up dolly <laughs> world and so dolly world versus nacho world and they were standing in the window seal of our living room window and putting their just their face like through the curtains so you just see their face <laughs> And they were trying to explain to us all the reasons to go to Nacho World or Dolly World. Mm. Lita was all about the save the children aspect. Like, my family's dying and starving and come to Nacho World to support us. <laughs> and Charlie was all about things like, come to come to Dolly World because it's full of uh, dancing ladies <laughs> and salami <laughs> and dogs. <laughs> See all the good things in life yes. with good people like Dolly Parton. Yes. That sounds great. Dancing ladies, and dogs. I yes. hope he won. <laughs> yeah, and then he pretty soon got into the sad thing too, took after his sister right. and was, my grandma, my mom, my dad, my sister, they're all dying. <laughs> Come to Dolly World to save them. But anyway, I mean, it was just a really nice night in which was, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. and it was a good experience and they weren't playing with their toys and there was this coziness with the fireplace going and candles and um like you know why don't we do this more often mm-hmm. we are trying to do it once a week at least on tuesdays but i'm like why don't we do this monday through thursday like why yeah. don't we just do this like it was such a good experience for everyone we all had so much fun and it kind of goes along with this concept yeah. i don't know like curating your life like what's most important right Right, because I get, sometimes I get that guilty feeling like, oh, I should play with the kids instead of 
doing whatever I'm doing, but I feel like I'm always, especially when my husband's gone, which he's not gone again. I feel like I'm always, there's always a dish. Yeah. Or there's always a, a load of laundry to be switched. It's just this constant motion. And every once in a while though, they'll come bring something to me and it's like, yes, I will take that propeller off the Lego ship. Yeah. <laughs> I will help you because like Gabriel can't get his fingers in there to. Yeah. Some of those things are tough. That was yeah. the one today. It was a propeller off of yeah. something. He's like, can you take this off here? Cause I want on here. And he, he was making missiles <laughs> with the <laughs> propellers. He was making some other thing and it shot, it had, it would shoot one missile that shot another one straight up <laughs> in the air. It was so funny, but he needed the propellers for those off of this other thing. And I need my fingernails. It's difficult to get those apart. But I wonder, would you be able to set aside like, even if it was just one night a week, but even every night, could you, do you think you could do 30, 45 minutes completely where no TV was on, nothing, and you guys were just, like, even if you just watched, like, what I discovered with Charlie and Lita is we weren't really doing anything. We were just watching them oh. and interacting with them in that sense. Yeah. And they had a ball because they wanted to, like... They want your attention. They wanted our attention, and we mm -hmm. were, we, they had our full attention. At one point, I tried to video Lita because mm -hmm. I wanted because it was so funny, and Charlie caught me, and he, oh. no Tech Tuesday, oh. and he slapped my phone <laughs> out of my hand, and then he grabbed it and wouldn't hit it like mm. on the top cupboard in the kitchen. At first, I thought, yeah. oh my gosh, he put it in the garbage, and no, he just hit it. But um, anyway, they really got into it. Yeah, I think well, kind of reading books, I think is part of that, um, but then also. I think I'm getting to where I'm having them help me a little bit more and they're getting more interested in it, partially because Gabriel has been offered an allowance, which Ooh. he is supposed to get. I, I'll give him his $3 when we get home today because he has done very well for keeping stuff picked up and putting all his laundry in the hamper like he's supposed to. And he's been really difficult to train yeah. because he's so bullheaded. Yeah. Um, I wonder where he got that from. So boy-headed? Bull. <laughs> Boy, well, yeah. Oh, bull, boy, bull, yeah. boy. Like, where did Same you get thing. that from? I could blame it on my husband, but it's both of us. Yeah, <laughs> we're the same. <laughs> what did we create? Probably three of the same child. Um, but he's hard to get to do stuff, and the babysitter's been working with him too to convince him. Like, well, you get an allowance, and she just told me the other day that because he's been saving money for Disney World forever. And he has like $50 in change. <laughs> he's like filled up a whole piggy bank. I gotta give him another one. But um, she's been talking about it and like, what do you want to buy with your with your money? And he said, a tablet. Oh. Because I keep the tablet away from him a lot. If it, they only have one between all three of them. And if the battery dies, I'm just like, I don't know where the charger is. And I'll do that for three days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then... But then he said he wants another tablet. And she said, I, what about Disney World? I thought you wanted to go to Disney World. And he told her, I'm going to buy one at Disney World. They make everything there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not like we're going to Disney World anytime soon. But he's been saving forever. But but anyway, um, getting them to help me a little bit more, I think. And then we have more time for that kind of stuff. Once yeah. everything, if I'm not doing all the stuff. They've been trying to help me with dishes, too. Oh. Which was nice this morning after breakfast. Zeke got the stool. He's two. And he got up there and he wanted to help with the dishes. And he's rinsing a plate. And uh, then he just poured it on the floor. Oh, 
That's lovely. Trying to wash the floor at the same time. So yeah, multitasking. Multitasking. <laughs> it was really nice. So, so that floor got a nice little mop. <laughs> it was great. Kids are fun. I just laughed. And of course, I was recording him. So that was funny too. Do you think the Danish have so much issues with their children? Do they have I don't know. Aren't they the ones that put their kids outside in the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Do with they the babies? sleep next to the box or whatever? Or you is know. that in Finland? I don't know. I get it all mixed up because there's so many tiny little countries all right next to each other. But they're not really tiny countries. They're well, compared to this Scandinavia. one. Well, that's true. But <laughs> Texas is bigger than like six of them put together. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, Oregon and France are similar size for point of reference. That's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, one of them, they, somewhere they do the thing where they have babies, they wrap them up real good, but they yeah. put them in their stroller to nap outside because they believe that fresh air is good. The cold, fresh yeah. air, which is probably true. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah. it's just one of those things that it's weird. Cause you like supposedly what I've read is that you'll see babies in strollers outside and nobody's there hmm. and everybody's chill about it. That is interesting. Yeah, which here you can't do that because even if you leave your kids in the car with the air conditioner on for 35 seconds, you're going to get the cops called on you. But That goes back to our kind of conversation yeah, with cage-free, free-range, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally different culture. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, like you were saying, my living room, my front room of my house is where I've put the most effort. Yeah. And that's where I put the most effort of keeping clean, basically through empty threats. I'll like stomp my feet and be like, I'm going into the living room and I'm going to throw the toys in the garbage. And then they scurry around. No, please don't. <laughs> I need that one. <laughs> so and they, my kids have gotten really good about keeping toys out of the front room, which is great. Um, and that's where I've done the most like decor stuff. Do you think that cleanliness and coziness go hand in hand or can you be cozy and non clean? Well, as I've mentioned, I watch Hoarders, and I think those people feel quite cozy in their little yeah. nests that they build. So does it depend on the personality? I think it depends on the personality. So I know for myself, like, if my environment is messy or dirty, like, I don't feel cozy. I feel, like, super agitated, like I can't mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. I'm less like that because, it, yeah, I'm less like that. Like, it's but. been driving me bonkers the last few weeks, and my bedroom has not been the way I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, just having extra stuff laying around or whatever, just, mm-hmm. just I'm like, ah, this just really bothers me. Mm-hmm. That was, so, my husband left last week, and my room is my sanctuary yes. place. Because he built me this big, giant bed last year, right at this time, yeah. for our anniversary slash my birthday, because we got married on my birthday. And um, <clears throat> built this big, beautiful bed. It's the most lavish gift I've, gift I've ever received. It's wonderful. And so... I had this vision of how I wanted my room to be with the big bed with a white down comforter and red curtains and all these things. And so I want that to be right all the time. And I've got the throw pillows much to his chagrin, of course, and don't like throw pillows. (laughs) Um, And, but when he was home, he was using the bedroom as an office because he was doing work from home and I had it really nice and clean. And then as he was packing up to leave, he was like, he like looked around. Cause I'm always on like, Oh, you make messes more. I make messes too, but then I'm cleaning up your messes. And he looked around and he's like, 
this room was really clean when I got <laughs> here. And I was like, mm-hmm, yep. He's like, I really screwed it up. And I was like, hmm, that was you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got just like piles of papers on the floor, like scratch paper he's been doing math on and like random like pens on the floor and things falling everywhere and that I, I still don't have it clean quite up yet hmm. but but he had to go all at once so maybe you could just add a candle <laughs> <laughs> this is like the thing from portlandia like put a bird on it put a candle in there yeah <laughs> that's our advice to you just put a candle in there yeah your home will be cozy yeah just make sure there's no, just make sure it's a jar candle and there's not stuff that's going to fall into it. Blow it out before you leave for work. I mean, I don't yeah, know, before you go to bed. Keep it keep yeah. it safe, guys. I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. Put a candle in it. Put a candle in it. Yeah. In a room, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Put a candle in it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Another episode of, of The Root Cellar. The Root Cellar, yeah. And talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thanks.